Yeah, because it's the only way it kicks off the screen. I noticed that recording on the YouTubes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is We Might Know Sports, episode number three. I'm your host, Kevin, with my co-host, Stefan. What's going on? What's going on? And we have a special co-host centering on him because he's Let's see here. Oh, man, I'm totally messing this up. <laughs> Everyone get their marshmallows. It's cocoa time. Corey. <laughs> hey, Kevin. Hey, Stefan. Thanks for What's having going? me on. What's going on, man? We got him on here to discuss NFL props, and he let me know that he wants to talk about MMA with me since Stefan's so good at talking about MMA with me. The best. <laughs> this is our Super Bowl 51 special. I'm not 100% sure if we are allowed to say Super Bowl. We are monetized now, so uh, we'll see. What's our, <laughs> what's our current... If this gets yanked uh, down off of YouTube. How much profit have we made so far? A nickel. So we just have to say the big game. The big game. The big game. I'm not afraid of the NFL. Let's go with Super Bowl. Who cares? <laughs> have you seen Concussion? They're pretty scary. Concussion. <laughs> Oh, all right. So let's go to some prop bets that I found that are interesting. We'll talk about those, and then we'll talk about the actual game. Um, the first one, very interesting one. What color do you think Lady Gaga's hair is going to be Gaga. at the halftime show? Gaga. <laughs> the, f- the favorite is blonde and yellow. I'm going to... Do you guys feel like she's going to go... Away from anything other than that? I think she'll be blonde or yellow just because of uh, an American Horror Story. That is the color she's had, and that's the most recent I've seen her. But she could do something freaky for the the big game. (laughs) Lady Gaga, do something freaky? What? (laughs) I'm going to take a a shot here. I'm going to go with blue. I don't know. Just for the hell of it. I'm going to go with the favorite of Blonde. Uh, the second one is which song will Lady Gaga sing her first for the first song during the halftime show? Uh, the favorites being Bad, Bad Romance. Hmm. I think it'll be Just Dance because that'll get the party started. It should get the crowd going right away. Now, I would play some of these songs, but that would also get us pulled down. So. <laughs> but you can sing it. So if you want to sing it, Corey, go ahead. I only know the words, just dance. <laughs> just dance. Yeah. I think it's, it's going to be Poker Face. I, I have a, no, I just have a, a strong feeling about that one. God damn it, Stefan. That's my pick. Go with something else. No. We agree on something. Yeah, what's what? Mark, mark it down on the calendar. Yeah, we'll we'll see if we're still friends at the end of this podcast. <laughs> uh, so, will Lady Gaga be shown on the stadium roof? Yes or no? The favorite is no, but I'm going with yes. What are you thinking, Corey? I'm thinking no. I don't. I don't think they'll show her up there. I'm going to go with no on that one as well. So I'm the only oddball. 
Yeah, you're going to be the oddball on that one. Will she have a wardrobe malfunction? Must expose intimate part of body. That's the clause in the bet. Uh, and the favorite is no. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. Yeah, I think it's definitely a no. I don't think the NFL even somewhat allows that. Like I don't. I just. I don't think there's any way. I don't. Uh. If, I don't really think she will reveal anything. She's not known as being risque. She'll wear odd clothing, but risque really isn't part of her nature, so I would say no. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with no just because of the NFL's history in the past. Yeah, they, they were not very happy about the, uh, the whole Jan Jackson thing there. And Justin Timberlake isn't going to be there as far as we know, right? Yeah, as far as we know. <laughs> Anything can happen, though. <laughs> um, the next one is actually political-related. Uh, everyone knows that Trump's been in the news, so obviously there's got to be a bet about it. And it's, will she mention Trump during the halftime show? Hmm. And I go I with would... yes. I'm going with the Yes. I don't think she's going to mention him by name. I think she might allude to something political that's going on, especially with her hard stance on gay rights. But I don't think she'll mention Trump's name. I think I'm going to go with no. I think the NFL is going to squash that. I don't think they're going to let her do it. You don't think it's going to be like a gut reaction at the end? I don't think so. Maybe saying like, fuck Trump Trump (laughs) or something. (laughs) I was surprised last year... Or I, th- I believe it was where they let Beyonce do her stance against police brutality. So maybe I'll be wrong, but right. The favorite in that one is uh, yes. So we'll see. Uh, the next one is Will James Harden, fun NBA player. I got to watch for my homework assignment. We'll get to that later. Will he appear in a commercial during the Super Bowl? <clears throat> and. The favorites, yes. What are you thinking, Corey? I'm thinking, yes, he will. He's he's kind of what's hot right now. He's become one of the faces of the NBA along with Curry. I think I think you'll see yes. He's pretty entertaining, too, if you've seen some of his funnier commercials outside of his just Adidas ones. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say yes as well. Do you think it'll be – I mean, he's got that one commercial going right now. You think it'll be I, that commercial, or you think it'll be something new? I think it'll be something new. Like, what would be funnier than uh, James Harden with a whole bunch of Doritos in that beard? <laughs> <laughs> that that would be pretty good. You don't think it'll be a, a, a an Adidas commercial? Uh, no, I think he's going to do something humorous. All right. This next one. I'm wondering about if it counts repeat commercials because it says how many commercials will Peyton Manning appear in during the Super Bowl broadcast? The over/under is one and a half. That's that can't be counting so, repeat. I don't think. Uh, do you think it, he'll have like two different Papa John commercials? <laughs> I think I think he'll have a Papa John one, but I don't. Discluding repeat, I think it'll just. I think it'll be under. I think it'll be up You don't one. think yeah. the NFL's gonna include him in one of their commercials? Uh no, I don't. I'm gonna 
be the oddball probably on this one, but no, I don't. I, I'm going to say over on yeah. this one, I think. I think yeah, I'll go that. over on that I one, I think too. he'll get at least two, yeah. This next one's always fun, only fun for the watching the security guards actually tackle the guy. It's will someone illegally enter the field during the Super Bowl? Hmm. I'm going to say no. no. Yeah, I think no with the security stuff that's going on now with all the terrorist stuff we have going right, on. Right. I, especially at the Super Bowl, I think security will be pretty heightened. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say no on that as well. Yeah, I'm going to go no as well. So we're all in agreement, sir. Yeah, I, just Lame. Don't I don't think there's any way for anybody to get to that point where they can actually get on the field. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think the new law is if you do it, you're banned from that stadium yeah. for life. Yeah. I've thought about jumping on a couple of fields before, and I've then I was like, I want to come back again someday. So I probably should someday. refrain myself. <laughs> go run in the middle of the Sounders game. You'll be all set. Seeing how I doubt you'll ever go to another Sounders Portland game in Seattle. What if I do? What if I want to someday? <laughs> I don't want to just screw it all up. Got to leave that option open. <laughs> all right. So the next one is about the viewership. So last year, drew eleven, yeah, uh, one hundred and eleven million viewers. Uh, total, it drew one hundred and sixty-seven million viewers, counting online. So I'm not sure which way it's going towards, whether it's just TV or total viewers overall, including internet and every other option. Uh, the over under is at one hundred and seventeen million. So what did you say was the online with the online? It was one hundred and sixty seven. Yeah, they must be going for just they must not be counting that. If they're gonna have the over under at one seventeen. I doubt that they Yeah, I'm guessing it's just TV. Right. Because it says according to Nielsen know. rating. So Right. I don't know exactly what the Nielsen ratings are, but I'm guessing it's probably just TV. Yeah. Feeling, so if that's I'm the feeling case, under. I'm thinking under. I think that I don't. Well, I mean, I know it's just that's local Syracuse Fox. That's not. I don't know if any other places are having disputes with Fox, but um, I didn't realize there were being disputes. So maybe that'll have some sort of effect. Right. I know a lot of people around here, anyways, are not going to be able to watch it at their own home if they have FiOS. So. I'm thinking under just because of the trend of the NFL. The ratings have been way down this year. That's a good yeah. call. Yep. You've got that. Atlanta's not a huge national draw, and Patriots, I feel like if anyone tunes in, it's just to see them lose. Yeah, everybody hates them, So unless you're a Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. So I think we're all going with the under. Uh, the next one also relates to viewership. It's the Nielsen rating, actually. And last year it was a 46.6, and the over under is at 48.5. And I'm going to go with the under. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yep. think just, just based on the teams, you, you, you definitely have to pick that under. Right. Maybe if it was the Cowboys, I, I feel it would be over. 
I guess the question would be is how many people are going to tune in to see if Tom Brady can stand alone with five rings? <laughs> Maybe. We'll get to that in just a little bit. But this next one is a uh, topic of a movie, Concussion. Will a player leave the game and not return due to concussion or concussion-like syndromes? And the favorite is no. What do you hmm. think, Stefan? I'm thinking... I want to go with yes on this one. I'm going to go with no. Because I don't... These two defense, defenses don't strike me as particularly intense. Just takes uh, that one that one awkward hit though. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with yes. I feel like someone's gonna get hit and at least get looked at. But if they get looked at and they re then you still end up losing because they have to if so, they return. Yeah, they can't return. I don't know. I just feel like one player <laughs> always seems to go out with a concussion. Yeah. Whether it's a lineman or a running back. Right, right. So now it's time to talk a little more about the actual game itself with the prop bets. One is, will any player do the Dirty Bird touchdown celebration? I don't even know. Yeah. Favorite is actually yes. I would say yes. I I think I think someone on Atlanta will do will do the Dirty Bird. Oh, well, I mean that's if that's if Atlanta even scores a touchdown. I mean. <laughs> The number one offense not scoring a touchdown <laughs> would be interesting. Just say it. Just say it. Does New England have the number one defense? Did I hear that right? Or is it the other way around? Is it the number one offense with New England? Number one offense for um, Atlanta, and New England is a top five defense. Houston came into the playoffs oh, as the yeah. number one defense. Yeah. Okay. So I think I'm going to go with yes, just because I think I saw it done already in the locker room, so why not bring it out onto the field? I don't even know if I know what the Dirty Bird touchdown celebration is. You got to, you got to, uh, and then, uh, and then you flap your arms or something like that. <laughs> From what I remember, it's so long ago. We'd have to look up a video, and that would definitely get us yanked from YouTube. So. <laughs> Thanks for the uh, visual, though. It worked. Yeah, I I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with yes, just because yeah, it probably will. I feel like if Atlanta scores, somebody's gonna do it. So this next one, I've never heard anyone call them this in uh, actual game, and it's number of times Maddie Ice is said during the broadcast, and then they say yes, no. So that's kind of <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's it, it's hard for me to comment on that if I don't know what the over-under is. I don't know what the over-under is. I should have uh, done a little more proofreading on these prop bets than just copying and pasting. The yes is 140 times and the no is 110 times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, then Great odds. I think it'll be less than 110. <laughs> uh, they'll probably say it a few times. I don't. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I don't see it getting called that many. I'm, I'll go with the under, whatever that is. <laughs> you don't even know. 
I'll just throw it out there. I feel like it's like a solid five. Uh, if he does get called it, it's going to be in the last two minutes of the fourth quarter, and it's if they're coming back. Or it's going to be the last two minutes of the first half. It's going to be sometime at the end of one of the halves. It's my guess. Yeah. Uh, this one... Next one is, will Aaron Hernandez be said during the broadcast? I'm going to go with no. Hmm. That's the favorite. I'm going to go with yes. I think they're going to mention Tom Brady's two tight end sets that he loves and bring up Aaron Hernandez at some point. I'm going to agree with that. I'm going to go with yes. Be the oddball again, Kevin. And here's the other player one which is will michael vick be said during the broadcast i'm gonna go with yes the favorite is no i feel they'll mention something about how matt ryan was drafted to replace michael vick and that'll get my one i'm gonna say yes on this also i also just saw that he's considering retirement something popped up and i saw that since nobody wanted him last year so he's finally Oh, uh, flashback to last week when we were wondering if Mike Williams was still in the NFL from Syracuse. He's actually on the Kansas City Chiefs, I found out. Oh, is he really? (laughs) Interesting. I would say yes, Michael Vick is, uh, is mentioned, but more not so much to replace, not being replaced by Matt Ryan, but more or less the last time that Atlanta was relevant. Yeah, true. That's true. Very true. The next one's an over-under of how many times the Flategate will be said during the broadcast. I'm going to say over two and a half, I think. I think it's just, I think they're going to bring it up like every time, (laughs) pretty much every time Brady's on the field, I feel like. They're just going to be talking about how he's just got this chip on his shoulder and I mean, could it be said like multiple times and like in the same sentence? Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. So. I think so. I mean, you some of get... these. Yeah, a lot of these are like, well, does one sentence count or is it once one utterance? Right, right. I don't know. I'm gonna. I say... would say over. I think. I think if if. Uh, New England does win, and Tom Brady gets the trophy. They'll be talking about Deflategate. Yeah, I'm going to go with over as well. I think we're all in agreement on that one. Uh, number of times Dynasty is said during the broadcast, the over-under is three and a half. I'm going to go with over on that one, too. The Patriot Dynasty, I feel, is going to come out a lot. Uh, you might be right. I'm going to go with under. I'm going to go with over. <laughs> I think it'll be at least talked about four times. All right. This next one is going to be a interesting one because I feel like it's going to be over. It's number of times Giselle Bunchin is shown during the broadcast. Over under is one and a half. I feel like if they win, you'll see her at least twice. Yeah. I think I think you'll see her at least twice. Yeah, it's got to be at least twice. 
It's like an automatic on that one, actually, right now. Uh, Excuse me while I go to some illegal sports betting site. (laughs) Uh, If the NFL's smart and wants to keep their ratings up, why wouldn't they go there? That's what I was going to say. It's like an automatic boost to your ratings. (laughs) So, will Joe Buck or Troy Aikman reference the game's odds during the broadcast? The over-under... Or no, excuse me, it's not over under. No is the favorite. I feel like they will at the very beginning. I don't think they're going to. I'm gonna say no. No. All right, so no. I'm the oddball again. <laughs> will Joe Buck or Troy Aikman mention that Tom Brady was drafted in the sixth round of the NFL draft during the broadcast? The favorite is yes. This is one of the easiest ones. It's going to be a yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going with a yes on that as well. Make it unanimous. <laughs> I think they'll mention it. They mention it when he's playing a regular season game, so you know they're going to mention it. Yeah. They mention it when he plays the Jets. They'll mention right. it in the Super Bowl. <laughs> they'll mention it just whenever he shows up on camera. Yeah. He was drafted in the sixth round. Did you know they'll that? when he's warming up. <laughs> All right, so now on to the actual game. The New England Patriots with a 14-2 record face-off against the Atlanta Falcons. And New England's coming in at three-point favorites. I don't know if Vegas is a little gun-shy after the last uh, weekend of NFL actual football with the conference finals because I heard it was record losses with uh, Green Bay losing and Pittsburgh losing the way they did. I heard they lost a lot of money that weekend. Really? Uh, Most in history. Wow. So I don't know if they're being a little shy with that three. Corey, you said the over-under was 56.5 before the show. So uh, I'm surprised they set it so high with that one because I feel like – well, with two high-scoring offenses, I guess that's a good spot. I don't know. I'm also a little gun-shy after the Pro Bowl over-under was not match, met, met, so. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, sometimes these games get hyped up so much, then they end up being like a defensive battle when everybody was sitting here thinking it was just going to be like a shootout, you know? I think yeah. there's going to be shootout potential for this one. You don't think Atlanta's defense is going to shut down New England's offense? No. You don't think New England's defense can shut down Atlanta's offense? No. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it first here. <laughs> I don't think Malcolm Butler has a chance against Julio Jones, <laughs> as good as people think he is. And I, and I know it won't just be Malcolm Butler, because Belichick is a great coach, and he'll have some kind of scheme where Julio will be double or triple covered. But then if you do that, you're leaving Taylor Gabriel open, Sanu open, and who has better receiving running backs out of the backfield than Atlanta? Who's Sanu? I don't even know who that is. (laughs) I had him on my fantasy team all year and he was terrible, so... (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this will be one of his, like, one every, like, five weeks great game that he has. He'd, well, if that's true, then he'll play poorly because he just had a good game in this first. Oh, yeah, then he's not. No, he's not putting up a good game. doesn't matter how open he is. 
I don't know. I think Belichick, um, he's got something on, up his sleeve, I'm sure. You, you don't think Seattle's former defensive coordinator has something on this New England offense? Um, he probably has, a, he'll probably do better than most, but what's better than most holding them to 24 or 28. I think the score will be 28 to 20. So I'm going on the under, but I mean, I mean, if you look at the last time these two coaches faced off, it was made by a poor offensive decision. They shouldn't have thrown Seattle shouldn't have thrown that ball. They should have run it. Seattle would have won that Super Bowl instead of New England. Okay. Or am I talking about a different game? <laughs> no, you're talking about the right game, I don't know. but you're just assume everyone assumes Marshawn Lynch can get a yard. I've seen Marshawn Lynch get stopped behind the line a couple times at least. So And I've also seen him break ten tackles to yeah. score touchdowns. So. Never know. I mean, if you want to go like that, let's start talk about David Tyree and his catch. I mean, take away David Tyree's ridiculous catch, and the Patriots have another Super Bowl win right there. And that would have yeah, been the exactly. undefeated season, correct? Yes. Can't base a game on one play. England. All right, so let's go back to one of those prop bets. If New England does win, do they get the dynasty term, seeing how they've been to three of the last six Super Bowls? And six since 2002. I mean, in my eyes, they're already a dynasty. I I don't think they'll mention it, but I think they are a dynasty. I mean, every year, they're at least a contender if they don't always make it, you know? So. Yeah, I agree with Stefan. I feel like they're already a dynasty. I think Belichick's, what, been to seven Super Bowls? Uh, I can't. I don't know. Out of the last how many years? I believe ten years, ten or twelve years, somewhere like that. Seven Super Bowls. That's pretty much a dynasty. I think the New England Patriots and the San Francisco Giants in baseball are the only teams that can claim that right now. Thankfully, it's not the Yankees, so it doesn't really bother <laughs> me. I I really don't have a hatred towards New England. Uh, I I get why some people do. Boston's fans are definitely a little bit cocky, so they do get a little bit annoying. So I don't know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> so not as bad as the Eagles you... fans, I guess. <laughs> we have nothing to be cocky about. What are we cocky about? <laughs> <laughs> we have like a. a, a a football championship before the Super Bowl, I think. And so I don't, there's nothing to be cocky about. We've made one Super Bowl, or no, like two Super Bowls the whole time there's been Super Bowls. So, well, it's better than the Bengals. We've only made one. <laughs> we met a guy named uh, Joe Montana. Yeah, that's tough. Didn't the Bengals actually have the lead going into late in the fourth quarter? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Corey wanted to talk about that. <laughs> no one likes so salt in their wounds, Kevin. No one let's likes salt let's talk about the uh, who you think is going to win. Corey, we'll start with you. I got New England twenty-eight to twenty. I think one, you have Brady and Belichick, and I just 
if the situation comes down to it in the fourth quarter and you need a, dra- a scoring drive, I trust Brady. And if you want someone to game plan a winning, a winning game plan, who better than Bill Belichick? And two, experience. I don't think there's going to be a lot of nerves on the New England team as opposed to Atlanta. And three, I think New England's defense is better than Atlanta's, even though Atlanta's come on. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. I think New England, I'm going to go 35-31. I think uh, New England will drive down right at the end, score a touchdown, like 20 seconds left. Game over. That's it. That's all she wrote. I'm going to go with Atlanta. I'll be the outlier, seeing how it seems to be the case today. <laughs> I I feel like Julio and... Maddie Ice, as the prop bets have told me, are going to come through. As much as it pains me to see a fellow division rival win, I will go with them. They, As Stefan said last week, you got to go with the hot team, and Atlanta's really hot. They haven't lost since, I feel like, week six. Yep. It feels the like, only so. thing I would say about that, Kevin, is have you seen the last five games of Atlanta's schedule? Who they played? San Francisco, hey. LA Rams. <laughs> those are some. I mean, can't anyone get hot against those teams? Uh, the Rams I'm, have a really good defense. I mean, <laughs> can I just say that I'm so happy Corey is here today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Atlanta, though, just because I feel the combination of Matt Ryan and Julio Jones if Matt Ryan actually looks for Julio they are, they're unstoppable wait if he actually looks like he's not going to look for him the whole game or <laughs> well, something sometimes they seem to ignore him they I don't think that's on purpose I don't think, I don't think that's him not looking for him I think it's him just being covered and not being able to get it to him I'm pretty sure he ignores him on purpose cuz Sanu is always open stuff always <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, never gets the every every five games or so he gets a touchdown. <laughs> oh. I don't know. Well, Stefan, what? Go ahead. Oh, go yeah. ahead. No, I don't no, even know what I was, I'm, I'm I'm know what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So, Stefan, you had homework. It was simple yet boring. You you got to watch the Pro Bowl. I assigned you the first quarter. Did you? Actually watched the first quarter. I did not. I was uh, st- I was I was watching some of the pregame stuff, and I was like, you know what? I think it's about time for a nap. So I took a nap. I made sure I set my alarm so I would wake up to watch at least some of the game. And I caught like I think I watched like the second somewhere in the second quarter throughout the rest of the game. I actually watched quite a bit of it. So my second question is trash because it's did you see the coin toss? Uh, I did not. But you can ask Corey. Corey also watched it, didn't you? Yeah, I saw the second half. I can comment on Kirk Cousins. That doesn't doesn't help me. (laughs) Game-saving tackle. So you also missed the coin toss. Yes. Was it heads, Kevin? I don't even know. I I was working, so I didn't watch any of the game. The one question was that the one question you had? Just the coin toss? (laughs) No, I have more. Okay. When you when you watched the game, who had the ball the most? Uh seemed like AFC had it more. I don't know. My guess would be the NFC. I thought they had control. Who had it the most, Kevin? 
Uh, once again, I don't know. I'm <laughs> asking you guys. Well, we you thought guys you. We thought you had looked up like yeah, time. We thought you had the time of possession. <laughs> Come on, no. man. What am I, the producer here? Oh wait. <laughs> Who was the quarterback when you guys were watching for I either saw, team? I saw a little bit of Drew Brees for NFC. Um, saw some Andy Dalton in the AFC. And I saw Kirk Cousins also. I saw some Andy Dalton and Kirk Cousins. Was Andy Dalton? Andy Dalton didn't finish the game, though, did he? No, he didn't. Who was the AFC quarterback that finished? Hmm. Alex Smith started, correct? And then Andy Dalton. And then... trying to think of who it was. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I know Andy Dalton led two scoring Oh, Philip Rivers was in there. Might have been Philip Rivers ended it. Actually, it was Philip Rivers. Yep. Did it come down towards the end? Wasn't it like 2013 AFC won the game? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, it actually did yes. come down to the end. Uh, the AFC or NFC lost, right? Yeah. Yes. They were driving down the field and then they ended up throwing a pick. And that's right when Kurt chased down the interceptor and strip, yeah. strip tackled them. Yeah. Then yeah. So whoever intercepted it, instead of just going down, because all they had to do was go down, and he would have. They would have won the game. He decides to pitch it over to uh, Talib, I think. Yep. And then Talib just took off and he was running down the field, and he had to beat like one person, which happened to be Kirk Cousins, and Kirk Cousins stripped him because he didn't even see him coming. <laughs> so did it look like the players were actually giving a damn about this game for a change? I thought so. I thought play? I thought in the first quarter I mean, it, it was like shaky. It. They didn't really they were they weren't tackling that hard in the first quarter, but as the game went on, they seemed to take it more serious. Right. I mean the what the pass like the average like score for the Pro Bowl is what, like seventy combined points or something? Yeah, the over under was I think hundred and twenty on really? Madden. And I went with the over because I figured it was going to be like 70 to 70 because right. that's what the score always seems to end up finishing. Yeah. I was surprised. So I was, was a little disappointed to see that result. I was not expecting that. Still wasn't very interesting, but mm-hmm. I don't really know what so they can do to my, spice it up. So. There's, a, there's only so much you can do. Right. It's a meaningless game. Yeah. Unless they introduce like the college football all stars. Right. It's the only right. way I could see it getting. Well, why don't they introduce baseball's rule and make it whoever wins gets uh, gets uh, home field advantage and stop doing neutral sites for the Super Bowl? Because they sell out the neutral sites. <laughs> I don't know. I think they like yeah, having the logistics too. Well, couldn't they do like. They pick like two separate sites. I mean, this probably doesn't work out very well because they probably there's probably a lot of preparing going in for the Super Bowl. But they could, I don't know. Because I mean, it would have obviously the Pro Bowl would have to decide it for the next year. Won't be able to decide it for this year. Correct. I have thought about just getting rid of the damn game. So. I don't know. I think it's I'd just rather... the fact that it's the week before the Super Bowl. Like nobody cares. So it's just like everybody just wants to see the Super Bowl. I liked it better when it was after the Super Bowl. I didn't like this whole week off nonsense. Right. Yeah. 
I prefer the skills challenge stuff over the Pro Bowl itself, anyways. I, uh, yeah, that was more interesting. I missed them doing that. Don't more people find the three point contest and dunk contest more interesting than the actual All Star game? Yeah, absolutely. So I would just go with something yeah. like that. And just get rid of the more yeah. extreme. Everyone loves like how fast Tyreek Hill is. Let's yeah. have them have some kind of sprint off. I think you could do lots yeah, of Yeah, have like a head to head race. Yeah. Well, wasn't there even that? There was like a thing. Who was saying that they could outrun Michael Vick or something at one point? Well, Sean McCoy when he was on the yeah. Eagles and Vick beat him. Yeah. 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 So like they should just do that. Like get all the fastest guys together and have That's like, what I mean. like that a would be entertaining. Right. Some of the accurate quarterbacks you could have, you know, a quarterback challenge. They used to do that. They had a quarterback challenge in that skills thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They had a quarterback, cool. a receiver. I didn't see anything else. I wasn't really paying attention too closely to it. They did like a relay race type thing. They did, uh, I guess, there, I didn't catch it, but I guess they did like a dodgeball game where Alex <laughs> Smith had, threw like a terrible throw. <laughs> they have the celebrity football game as well, too, don't they? Or no? I don't know if they do. Do they? I know they did for the hockey. I heard Justin Bieber got lit up. And then I... <laughs> <laughs> I know they do for basketball too. I know they have the one for basketball. Yep. I don't know if they have one for football. All right, that's all I had for you. I don't have any other questions for you, Stefan, or I don't have any homework assignment for you this weekend. I'm going to let you enjoy the Super Bowl this weekend. Thank you. Appreciate that. So excited. I did. I did my homework assignment, which was to watch an NBA game. And now for my my homework assignment, I watched the Sixers play against the Rockets. The Sixers have been a hot team in the NBA, or so I've been told, because I don't really pay attention usually. I need to start. And, but yeah, go ahead. And I filled out this lovely little sheet of my observations I made during the game. So I did it by quarters, and I'm just going to read down each quarter. The first quarter, everyone is wearing a bow tie for some reason. Do you know anything about that, Corey? I do not know about the bow ties. Wait, like before the game, or what do you? Or the coaches, the announcers, everyone. It seemed like had a bow tie on. Noel is still on the team on the Sixers, so I was surprised by that. I thought he got traded away. Can we harp on that for one second? <laughs> this, they have Joel Embiid, Nerlens Noel, and Jaleel Okafor. Which one do you think they should get rid of? Okafor or Noel? I don't know. Obviously not Embiid. Okafor. They keep Okafor rotating really between Okafor and Noel. One sits every other game. Right. And that just seems complicated you need to get something for one of them yeah how long has okafer been been in the league uh he came in after duke won the championship so that's just i think this is his third season yeah i was gonna say it couldn't be more than three yeah. years i couldn't i couldn't remember when he played in for duke that was my second quarter observation actually when did he enter the league <laughs> so we're skipping ahead um i don't appreciate that noel doesn't have that flat top that he had going into Kentucky. I missed that. He doesn't have that anymore? I don't even know. No, it's all poofy, like, oh. weirdness. 
the 76ers guard is the shortest player on the court and is compensating with his beard. <laughs> is what I put down. <laughs> what guy was that? Did you get a name? No. That I wasn't listening to the game. I was, was just that watching. TJ McConnell? No, it's not TJ. Maybe. No. He was white. That's all yeah. I know. That'd be TJ. He doesn't have a beard. I don't think he does either. So maybe Sergio Rodriguez? Maybe. That would make more sense. Are you just going off of name Stefan, or do you know he has a beard? No. <laughs> I'm, I, from the sound of his name, he sounds like a man with a beard. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I would know. I have a beard, okay? You got a beard, you should know too. <laughs> How many pimples are underneath Harden's beard? I'm going to say over under two and a half. I'm going to say there's none under his beard. They're all filled with hair. All his pores are filled. It's not true. I break out whenever I grow a beard, so... I always I get must, at least one. I must have immaculate skin. <laughs> must be. <laughs> you've, you've literally never gotten a pimple underneath your beard. Underneath my beard? No. Yeah, like where the hair is. Like There's pimples. Every once in a while, you'll get one. I do every once in a while? Or are you just commenting that most people do? Most people. I, I, at least I think most people do. I don't know. Could be wrong. I did. I'm just going to start going around and just feeling people's beards now. And just find out if they've got pimples or not. Oh. I'm just looking at our live chat on the YouTube stream. And Gary says, go Falcons. Oh, Gary. <laughs> so I got one on my team. He's probably not even listening. That's, you know what? The only reason he says that is because he's a Bills, Bills fan. <laughs> he I'll take my supporters when I can get them. He just doesn't want the Patriots to win. That's the only reason. All right. So my next observation is Harden reminds me, remind, looks like a black version of Stefan after seeing him shaved. Too bad Stefan's basketball game doesn't remind me. <laughs> So wait, I look, I look like what James. If you Harden look at Harden without without uh, a full beard. He kind of yeah. looks similar to you and your little beard. Back when he was on USC. And different color skin, but or Arizona okay. State. Sorry. Hey, I'm not racial here. Okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, uh, he, was, he was Arizona State. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Both teams used the timeout at the end of the first quarter. At the end. Houston was leading 31-28. Sixers ended on a 12-4 run, so actually it was a bigger deficit. So I'm going to need some help uh, pronouncing this game, oh, or this name, Sarik. Is that how I say it? Sarich. Dario Sarich. Sarich. Yeah, Dario Sarich. He needs yeah. to go back to facial hair. I saw a picture of him with facial hair, and now he doesn't have it. He looks horrible. Kevin, were you watching the game or were you checking out the men? <laughs> I'm just making <laughs> observations. Yeah, how this much of the actual game giving, did you okay? How much of the actual game, like, you know, the plays being called or, you know. Where is <laughs> Allen Iverson is my next observation, so that's how much I was actually paying attention. <laughs> he was there, believe it or not. Decker spent more time holding his arm up than he did dribbling. Because every time he took a shot, he seemed to like hold it for a while. Is that usually what you do? No. No? I, I don't shoot. I pass. Oh, yeah. I don't miss. 
Uh, Kevin Hart is getting more face time than the actual game. Oh. Sixers got a lead at the 7.30 left mark. 7.30 left in the second quarter. And then lost it 30 seconds later. <laughs> Okafor is still playing. When did he enter the league again? I think I was thinking of the other Okafor. You're thinking of a Mecca Okafor? Yeah. Yeah. He might. I don't. He might still be in the league. He's gone. Is he? Yes. Is that a fact? Or are you just? This is another Corey's fact where he just throws random shit out there and <laughs> thinks it's right. Then you go and you Google it later, and he's wrong. He's gone. <laughs> Him and Ben Gordon are both gone. All right. You hey. said, wait, which Ben Gordon? The one. Ben Gordon from UConn. Okay, well, there's also the tall Ben Gordon, which I know he's gone. Wow. Right? Wasn't that Ben Gordon, too? Found out. What did you find out? Awkward silence. <laughs> I found out Nene is still in the league. Yep. Wasn't paying name. attention, and the Sixers have a lead. Harden <laughs> makes a three to tie at halftime. 61 all. What do you think of the process, Kevin? What process? Oh, jeez. You weren't even paying attention to the game. That's what they're calling Joel Embiid, the process, because the Sixers have had to hear that they have to trust in the process, trust in the process, and now they have this rookie sensation who, by the way, made a fantastic play when he ran down James Harden, blocked the ball off the backboard, then took it down the court and scored. What other seven foot one guys are in the league are doing that? If I was seven foot one, I'd be in the league doing that. <laughs> yeah, if I was seven foot one, I'd be in the league too. <laughs> well, anyway, Kevin, just... <laughs> Kevin, were you impressed by Embiid? Yes, he did look good. The parts I did watch. It was very hard to keep my focus on it. It was Saturday night. I watched it recorded, so I, I don't really like watching recorded games. I didn't know the score, if that makes a difference, but... Oh, see, I was confused when, it, when I told oh. you to watch that game. You were like, yeah, I'm going to watch it on uh, the replay or something, and I was like, oh. And I was looking to see when it was replayed. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning, your time. I was like, oh, he's really going to stay up till 3 in the morning to watch this game? <laughs> no, it's the Watch ESPN app. Oh, now I understand. It doesn't show the score, so you don't have to worry about that. Gotcha. So my third quarter observations. Just notice there's a woman ref. When did that <laughs> happen? <laughs> yeah, that's been going on for a while. That's actually a positive about the NBA. They got a female uh, assistant coach on the San Antonio Spurs. Yep. And then they, they have female. Approval. They have female refs. That's something that baseball and the NFL and other sports should probably take notice of. The NBA has been a front runner as far as equal rights. Maybe just a big up to the NBA. I know you don't like them, Kevin, but. Maybe I should start watching the NBA just because of the equal rights. <laughs> Listen, if you want to cater to our female listeners here, you should probably start watching the NBA. <laughs> my my next one, I, I, did you guys watch the game? I watched some of it. I didn't catch all of it. I watched the game. I'm a fan of the Harden. Rim, the Rim knows how to block. There was an alley-oop, I think it was, and he completely, the Sixers player, went up to dunk it and got stuffed by the rim. Which player? Do you know? 
No. No, of course not. I don't know names. <laughs> the only one I know is Harden. Because <laughs> my next one is it's optional to cover Harden. Yeah. Is, is it, it optional? optional I forgot. Yeah. It's what optional, you... apparently. What were you going to say, Corey? Is it optional or is he that good? That's what I was going to say. <laughs> He's just that good. Forgot NBA actually jumps for jump balls. Yeah. Houston is up 11 halfway through the third. People keep touching their elbows. They were complaining about a lot of fouls that weren't being called during the third quarter. Stop paying attention. Back at it with 56 seconds left in the third quarter. Apparently, the Sixers are team international. They have, I think it was eight international players on their team. Yep. That was a fun fact they showed during the broadcast. Harden walked to make a shot to beat the buzzer. That's what I have for the last notice. Like he, he traveled? Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to kind of get past that. Fourth quarter, Sixers pull within four early after coming in down 10. Houston up 10 comfortably, nine minutes left. Embiid is impressive. Harden scores fifth 40-point triple-double. Sixers still in it, four minutes left. And Houston took takes control. Never mind. <laughs> Final 123 to 118. Harden makes history with the triple double of 51 points. I think 13 and multiple 13. Multiple times. Right? He, he's the first player to do it multiple times, I believe, was what stat was going for. Something That's like my that. notes. 51 points, 13 rebounds, and 13 assists, I believe, that game, too. Yes. It's a decent game, I guess. You guess. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to get excited about or anything, but it's all no. right. <laughs> all right, let's move on to some headlines because I had about as much fun writing those notes as you guys had listening to them. <laughs> so we're going to go to our first headline. Let me pull it up. Ted Cruz and Deadspin have a little Twitter off. And I'm not a big Ted Cruz fan, but I felt bad for him the way Deadspin reacted to his little play. He yeah. coincidentally pulled up Grayson Allen as a lookalike in the dome. And I only know that because of the AmeriCU background. Oh, yeah. And Deadspin's reaction is go eat shit. And. <laughs> The fact that Ted Cruz actually responded to it at all amazes me. And he responded with a gif of the Anchorman movie saying, boy, that escalated quickly. <laughs> now, is it a gif or a so gif? Found... That's, that's... <laughs> according to the creator, it's actually a gif. Is it? Yeah, but you can call it whatever you want to call it. I I'll guess. call it a gif. I guess you can call whatever you want. I mean, if you're the host, you can do what you want. I can. You can call stuff whatever you want, too. So, From the sounds of it, though, it sounded like a lot of people were more on Ted Cruz's side than uh, 
Deadspin. Yeah, a lot of likes. A lot of likes. Do you know where this all originated from, Kevin? So Deadspin tweeted out, send us proof of Ted Cruz playing basketball. And Mm -hmm. he tweeted at them with a picture of Grayson Allen. I heard that he was, or he claimed that he's had uh, basketball gatherings at at a Senate house. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's where that's oh, where that's yeah. that's why Deadspin sent that thing because okay. they wanted they wanted somebody to take a picture or a video of him playing and oh, yeah. of him actually playing because they probably thought it would be funny, which mm-hmm. it probably would be funny. Yeah, I heard he has an ugly looking jump shot that goes yeah. in. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. Right. <laughs> All right. So our next headline is. This one, Oklahoma breaks yet another Big 12 trophy. And I say yet another because Alabama broke their national championship trophy a few years ago, but they auctioned theirs off and made a hundred grand off of it. So I don't know if Oklahoma's gonna do it as well. Big 12 trophies probably not worth as much as national championship trophies. I'm gonna say not. I'm going to say that they don't auction it off at all. But yeah, like what I you do. were saying, Kevin, about, I don't know why, why are they carrying them around on that cart? Yeah. Like that? For the audio people, they're carrying it on a, like a dolly essentially. And there's nothing securing them on it. And he went up onto a curve. Anyone that's ever tried to <laughs> carry something into a house knows that's probably not the best way to carry a, giant glass item right. why is why is ted cruz pulling the cart <laughs> it does kind of look like him because he wants more attention <laughs> he's making a run for president next oh. election so we're <laughs> teddy all right we've only got six minutes to go so let's talk about some ufc uh, Fox is claiming huge headlines with the ratings being sky high with a lot of the women's fights, including 3.1 for the Paige Van Zant fight in December. Uh, the Holly Holm fight, her last fight, drew 2.9. That was versus and Shevchenko, right, Kevin? Shevchenko, yes. Yes, okay. Who fought this past Saturday in Denver. She headlined, actually, on Fox, I believe the fight was, and knocked out Pena. Now, Stefan, I know you didn't watch it. Corey, did you hear the interview uh, between Shevchenko and Nunes? I did not. I'm assuming it was heated? Uh, It was... You guys should look it up. I can't play it, seeing how we're monetized anymore. But... (laughs) It it was essentially two second or English as second nature people trying to have an argument in English, and it was hilarious because Nunez was basically I am the champ because I think the champ, and Shevchenko was like I am the champ because I'm going to crush you or something like that. <laughs> Sounds like Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> so that's definitely going to be one of the pay per views I'm going to get this year. Is that those two fights because they did announce that that's going to happen the next two Pena or yeah not Pena uh, Nunez came out into the ring after the fight and 
basically talk a whole bunch of shit and Shevchenko didn't back down either. So they're already stepping up their trash talking game, even though it's really bad to listen to in English. Fox was claiming that the women's fighting has had big ratings, but why was this this particular fight some of the lowest ratings they've had at? Like you mentioned, they had a two point nine with the home and pay with the home fight. Why was this one only a two point oh? Do you attribute uh, that to Pena being unknown? Yeah, but 2.0 is pretty solid compared to the men when they only draw 900,000 mm. when a men's a headliner. So I don't know if Shevchenko is as known as she's going to be because I think this fight's going to draw a lot of attention to both mm-hmm. women fighters. Women fighting seems to be drawing a lot more uh stefan knows that i never used to really watch women mma until after ronda got knocked the fuck out with (laughs) leg kick and and ever since then it seems like the division's gotten more competitive because everyone seems to be at that level actually past ronda Mm -hmm. yeah i was gonna say i think that that's a big reason why is that ronda doesn't have this like dynasty over the division now so now that people are actually interested because more people are getting up there and competing did anyone catch the article about um Pena saying that she had to sign a waiver when she sparred with ronda rousey not being allowed to discuss what went on in sparring and she also said that ronda rousey when she's training uh refuses to take any kind of punishment so she's never being hit during sparring or in training did anyone catch that? Yeah, no. I heard about that on the Joe Rogan podcast. They were yeah, talking okay. about it, and it was kind of interesting to hear that because, or no, actually, it was the Fighter and the Kid podcast. I listen to a lot of podcasts. So I get them all confused. <laughs> but it it's it's not a surprise from what I've heard about Ronda. So to see her get knocked out the way she has, it's not not too big of a surprise. Now, Corey, you want to think talk it'd be about... Hard. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, I think it'd be hard to prepare to get punched in the face when you never actually are getting punched in the face. Yeah. Yeah. But Cowboy Cerrone uh, stopped sparring, and he was doing well up until Saturday night. Yes. Well, he's so. <laughs> he's taking too many fights, in my opinion. Yeah. He, only six like, weeks notice from our last one. Yes, Nate Diaz said the UFC is just pimping him because he'll fight for basically no money, and he's correct. Yeah. He just wanted that Denver fight. Right. And in the meantime, Nate, who deserves a shot, is getting put on the side burner. Exactly. (laughs) Stefan, you're awful talkative over there. I don't even know who the half these guys are. (laughs) You know who Nate Diaz is? We I saw know him who choke Nate Diaz out, is. Yes, yeah. I know who Nate Diaz is. I thought he was like done. Isn't he done now? No, he wants yeah. his shot. Oh, another shot. Fights. Does he? Yeah. Thought that I that I heard somewhere that he was like done. And he was gonna go do something else. He got a boxing license. Yeah, that's what I remember. He's actually a very good boxer. He trains yeah. with uh, Andre Ward, who is the light heavyweight champion right now. 
The Diaz brothers kind of scare me because they do like three triathlons too. Right yeah. Wow. Oh. How many triathlons have you guys done in your lifetime? I've done a half marathon. <laughs> I've done one less than zero. <laughs> uh. So I think that's it for the show. I don't have anything. No. Let's talk about college basketball. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about what happened this past week. We have what happened while we were on air last time. NC State upsetting Duke by two. NC State team. How to read them? They seem they to be one good. Of the best, NC State has one of the best guards in the nation. Yeah, he proved it. Dennis Smith, yeah. Jr. I think he scored thirty-two points that game. And Grayson Allen and uh, company couldn't couldn't figure out how to stop him. Thankfully, <laughs> Grayson Allen got into it in Saturday's game, right? Yes. Against who? Who are they playing? Notre Dame? Yeah. Were they Notre, playing Notre Dame? Notre Dame's tonight. Oh, oh. yeah, that's tonight, tonight. Did they have Georgia Tech Saturday? I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember him being held back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then let's... all hell broke loose on Tuesday. Yeah, let's talk about the more important night. The three of the top four teams lost uh, with the biggest surprise, I think, being West Virginia over Kansas The in that margin. Yeah. It wasn't even close. Yeah. I, uh, I think that was a pretty big surprise. I thought, especially just the way that Kansas is, they're just always solid. So to lose by that much. Seems a little uncharacteristic of them. Yeah. Marquette, I haven't really watched any of the Big East. If they're like Marquette of old, uh, I guess it's not a surprise. Was it? It was in Marquette, I believe, though. So. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But Villanova blew a 15 point halftime lead, so. Yeah, I remember I was I saw the score and I was they were yeah they were killing them for most of the game, and I was like oh I'm not even gonna pay attention. And then I got a text later that said that they lost. So I was like, thank God. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> if Kentucky maybe looked ahead too much for their next game and just didn't show up against Tennessee. I always tell everyone you can you can chalk up at least one or two losses in the SEC for Kentucky. They never go undefeated. They always have a hiccup either with Tennessee or or uh, I think Florida's in there. They always seem to lose. Or LSU has been known to beat them, especially in LSU. So mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like this isn't really a surprise. I mean, it, it is because of Tennessee's record, but if you know the history, not really. I saw something about Calipari, like his record against Tennessee, even when he was with Memphis, is just not very good. 
No, and what was Tennessee used to be coached by Bruce Pearl, and I know right. Bruce Pearl had a pretty good career against Calipari, yeah. Yeah. Before the scandals. Before yeah. the scandals. Uh, on Wednesday, Georgetown had a massive win over number 16 Creighton by 20. We're going to see them come up on Saturday's games as well, but the other big shocker was Georgia Tech over Florida State there. Mm-hmm. That Georgia Tech team's coming on as well. Mm-hmm. Either that or this Florida State team's falling apart. And then Florida State USC. totally depends on their offense. Yeah. Yes. They only scored 15 points in the first <laughs> half. So. Uh, USC jumped out to an early lead in the first half and pretty much rode that at the second half, it looks like, over UC- UCLA. Yeah. That's surprising. And then, look, Florida State pops up again, losing to the Syracuse Orange. The. And the... Stefan, you were at that game. What was it like? Uh, it, was a, it was a good game. I, I, it, was, it was a good crowd. I think there ended up being 24,000, maybe almost 25. Everybody was getting it really... pretty empty. It was, uh, there was quite a bit of people there. I mean, it wasn't... I mean, I've been... To like a Duke game where I sat at the other end of the field, basically. But there was a good crowd. On the broadcast, they mentioned 25,000. Yeah, I was going to say it was like yeah. 24,700 or something like that. But it was close. To I watched that game. But that was a good game. It was. I thought they were going to choke it at the end, honestly. Georgia Tech's up there again. So is Georgetown with wins over top 25 teams. No. Are they going to be on the bubble, do you guys think? Georgetown? And Georgia Tech? I think Georgetown has to at least win two two games in their Big East tournament and continue to uh, at least be a little bit above 500 for the, the rest of their games to have a chance. Georgia Tech, I think, has a much better chance of being a bubble team. They seem like they're for real. Yeah, I would, just I would, my agree. Thoughts. I would agree with that. And then we have Miami beating North Carolina. Miami seems to be up and down, too, with their head coach. Yeah. He's turned him around, but he just can't seem to keep a streak going. I think it's Leonard Hamilton is their head coach. Oh, they don't even have that. Florida State. Who's who's the guy they used to have? They don't have him anymore? No, Larinaga. Excuse me. Yeah. He's still there, right? Leonard Hamilton's with Florida State. Oh, okay. That's... Leonard Hamilton used to coach Miami. That's why I was getting confused. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the big game of Saturday was Kansas over Kentucky. Yeah, it was. What do you think that? about the guard matchup, Stefan, with uh, De'Aaron Fox on Kentucky and Frank Mason on Kansas? Both two big-time guards in the nation right now. Frank Mason, I think, is like a favorite for the Naismith right now. I believe I believe you're right, yeah. I think he's yeah. leading the way. He looked pretty impressive, scoring 21 points. Fox only had 10 points. Yeah. Uh, Kansas just they find ways to win. I think this win would have looked better for them if Kentucky didn't just lose to Tennessee, but... yeah. 
Kansas has a good mix of uh, youth and and uh, some veterans. Mm-hmm. That Joshua Jackson, their freshman, their freshman forward, he's a pretty good. Yeah, he's, he's pretty good first year player. Yep. So I found a fun stat with ESPN, and they said that Kansas is the third visiting team to win a AP top five matchup at Kentucky. The last two, the 68-69 North Carolina Final Four team and the 93-94 Arkansas NCAA champions. So I guess if there's any positivity to think of if you're a Kansas fan is, is that little step. Right. And then yeah. Villanova ended up winning against Virginia and Purdue lost to Nebraska to round up the week. Like there's a game messing in there somewhere. But... Villanova won off a tip-in, correct? Sorry. Yes. yes. Yep, Villanova definitely, yeah. That was a tip-in. Yeah. So is that all for today, Stefan? That I it? it? I think that's it. I've got, think... I've got my beer of the day. Uh, if you want to look at that, the Blood Orange Rustler. It's pretty nice. I don't think I got anything else. I don't think we need to cover anything else. Uh, <laughs> all right. I, I guess I'll... Yeah. I guess yeah. I'll show these rankings that we came out with. Oh, great. We have 20 minutes to argue over this. Yes, let's yeah. let's talk about this for the full 20 minutes, too. Yeah. Go ahead. You can start t- to the talk, Stefan, because where'd Stefan go? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to know what he's doing. All right, so that's the show. We're going to end it. On- <laughs> no, no, the show's not over yet. <laughs> I knew he was up to something. Let's just talk about this for a minute. I've got it on Corey. I'm going to keep it on Corey. Oh, no, you can put it on me now. Was this his big surprise? Yeah, apparently. How old's that shirt? Don't worry about it. It's like three years old. From the last time we were number one. Go ahead. You have five minutes of uh, talking uninterrupted. That's my Gonzaga, my, my Gonzaga minute. Your Gonzaga minute. Who's <laughs> tell, now tell the number one team? <laughs> What's that, Corey? I said I want to hear your argument for why they deserve to be number one. All right. You're going to give me – I'm going to guess that somebody's going to give me a counter argument. I'll, You've I'll got a couple minutes. play devil's it. advocate with you. So originally when when – uh I saw all those teams lose on Tuesday. I felt really happy. I was like, all right, we have a chance to get up to number one now. And then I realized that Kansas was playing Kentucky. And I was like, oh, well, if they win that game, they might keep Kansas up there. And then there's also Baylor with only one loss, where all these other teams above Gonzaga were had one loss. And then I was like, well, what's going to happen here? I don't know. So I, I really wasn't sure what to expect today. Um, but I feel like at this point in the season, it's not like Gonzaga hasn't beaten anybody. Maybe lately they haven't beaten anybody, but they've got wins over Arizona. They got wins over Iowa state. They got wins over Florida. 
Arizona beat UCLA, which UCLA is starting to fall now a little bit, but everybody is talking about UCLA being a national title contender. So why shouldn't you put Gonzaga up there? I mean, until they lose, I don't think there's any reason that they shouldn't be up there. They've, and it's not like it's not like they're just getting by teams in their conference. They're blowing them out. I mean, it's not even close. So go ahead. Let me hear Are your counter. Talk now? Yeah, give me your counter <laughs> argument. Well, to honestly, be fair, they played a depleted Arizona team. Depleted because they're missing one player. He's like their whole team. Okay, then how come they struggled against Washington the other night? Gonzaga struggled that, against some teams too. Which teams? The teams that they that were actually decent that they played. So, so they've struggled, but they figured it out. And come tournament time, I'm concerned about them making it past the first weekend. Gonzaga. Yes. Mm. All right. I think there's a tough argument to be made for Baylor to be ahead of Gonzaga, but I do believe even with two losses, you can argue Kansas is the best team in the nation I, right now. I agree. I agree with that. I think Kansas, Baylor, and Gonzaga all have very uh, – I was hoping so bad, too, that they were going to be ranked over Gonzaga. <laughs> I, I was – I'm be honest. Like I was expecting Gonzaga to either – either Kansas was, was going to stay up there and move up to number one or Baylor was going to jump them. I really thought that was what was going to happen. I just, just feel – I think it was mostly because of the fact that – I mean, you look at their recent games, they haven't played anybody. So if they had, like, just played St. Mary's this week and blown them out, then it would have been like, okay, they deserved it. Which is why Kansas took the hit, I think, because of West Virginia. But even that loss isn't that poor of a loss. You you were away. It's a Bobby Huggins coach team. They're always tough defensively. They're always good at home. And then your other loss was the very first game of the season. Versus an Indiana who was ranked 11th. And Indiana, what? if everyone remembers in the beginning, was pretty hot. Well, where's Indiana now? Correct. Where Now, right. but you know as well as I do, teams go through ebbs and flows throughout the season. Gonzaga and at that has point, it. At that point, Indiana was hot. And who else has two top five wins? Kansas uh, beat number one ranked Duke at that point and just beat number four ranked Kentucky. Gonzaga doesn't have a schedule like that. But here's the thing, all right? Uh, the fine, I don't even know. Something, I remember, I just read this, and it was talking about Gonzaga has just as many top 50 RPI wins as Kansas and actually has more top 25 RPI wins than Kansas. So does that mean? I mean, that's that's a big factor in the usually the seating and everything. RPI. It is. I mean, maybe, how are you feel? How you feel about the matchup against BYU coming up on Thursday? I'm nervous because it's at BYU. Very nervous. That there's two, three games that I'm nervous about still. Mostly the two road games is at BYU and at St. Mary's. Then we have BYU again at home, which never know. If they get past those games, the rest of the games, they shouldn't even be a problem. And then, obviously, in the conference tournament, they're going to probably either play the play BYU or St. Mary's or possibly both of them. Yeah. 
Well, uh, there's there's very little I can say right now with my team sucking as bad as they are. So <laughs> I'll let you have your moment in the sun. I will bow down to you for a little bit until tournament time. Now, say Gonzaga runs the table, wins their conference tournament, do they get the number one overall seed, or do you think somebody else at, say, Kansas, you know, stays up in the top five and then they win their tournament? Do they deserve the number one overall seed, or? I think, I think, yeah. If Kansas, let's say, hypothetically, they don't lose another game this year, and either does Gonzaga. I think Kansas, just due to strength of uh, their uh, conference, deserves right. to be ahead of them. Right, and that's and, we've talked about it. I know off camera, and it's no fault of Gonzaga's who they right, play. Right, but yeah. it just—I guess—it just is what it is. I definitely see the votes start to swing towards Kansas way if that's how the season plays out. Right now, Kansas has seven, and Gonzaga's got twenty-four in the coaches, and Kansas has nine, and Gonzaga's got forty-six in the AP. So I could definitely see a couple AP voters swinging Kansas way. Same with coaches. They're pretty impressionable. Usually the coach doesn't even fill it out. <laughs> Aside uh, from Gonzaga, is there any other uh, surprises you see in the rankings, Kevin? I think Duke should be out of the top 25. I briefly touched on it with Stefan over the weekend. And I wanted to save it for the air, and then Stefan corrected himself. Duke hasn't really <laughs> played anybody. No, they really haven't. I think they it's all based a... on, honestly, I think it's based on their potential because they could be a great team with all the. And their name. Yeah. I think uh, Cincinnati being number 14 is kind of a snub. I, uh, they're undefeated at home. That's pretty big. And they've only lost two other ones. And they. Xavier was ranked, and they just beat right. them. Yeah, Xavier in, just dropped out. In Xavier, uh, I don't know. Fourteen seems a little low to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little mystified by some of these four-loss teams being ahead of the two and threes. Like I feel just because St. Mary's plays in a weaker conference, they should be a little higher. Yeah, I don't know who their other loss is to. Well, that's other their other Gonzaga. loss. Their other loss was to a terrible team. It was like I don't even I don't even think they're Division One. Yeah, but, like, but you're talking about college basketball that every team has that one bad game. Well, does every team? There's one team up there that hasn't had that one bad game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Stefan, come. Uh, I know this will probably be a future podcast, but come tournament time, you think Gonzaga's built to win it all? I, honestly, I think they are. Um, they've got to prove that they can get over that hump first off because they haven't been able to do it yet, no matter how great they've had of a regular season. You think um, William Goss is going to be that go-to guy when they need it then? Because that's always think, been their issue. I don't think they need a go-to guy this year. They've, they're, they've got so many. They're so deep. They've, they've got like at least eight guys, I think maybe seven that are averaging like double figures. I think they're going to be okay. You, I think, you, well, well, you here's like the them thing. matched up against Kansas or a Baylor or a Nova? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think, it, I don't think they'll get blown out. Like most people probably would think that they would, mm -hmm. but 
I think if it comes down to the end of the game, I think they have as good a chance as anybody. So Gonzaga's had a number one seed before. Yes. On a scale of one to ten, how nervous are you of them losing to a sixteen seed? Not at all. Zero percent. Last time, how nervous were you? Last time I was a little nervous. During the game. <laughs> Last time I was a little nervous. Did they even win the game after they beat the sixteen seed that year? Really, Corey? Is that what you want to do right now? <laughs> <laughs> That's that's where we're going with this, huh? I mean, I guess it's, it's a little easier to glow. It's the only thing we can go after right is this, now. Is this the point of the podcast where we just bashed Gonzaga? <laughs> so I talked to Corey beforehand, and uh, <laughs> so before we look at some matchups going into next week, there was some news announced. And it is that the NCAA is going to be announcing the top 16 teams in the tournament already. Makes no sense. Subject to change. I don't understand. Subject to change, it's obviously going to change. Yeah. It's not going to stay the same. <laughs> Still have over a month before the tournament starts. So you'll know the top 16 seeds and whether or not Gonzaga will have the number one overall pick. I feel like all this does is give us like an insight into how the committee thinks because we'll know where they're at right now and we'll know what kind of losses or what kind of schedule affects where you'll be ranked when it actually comes out. Yeah. I feel like that's all that's going to do for them. I think they want the people to see how they think because there's always so much scrutiny every single year. Right. Like last year in Syracuse being in the tournament. Still yeah, but did, did Syracuse make the Final Four? I can't remember last year. They didn't play anybody. <laughs> they played Gonzaga. Yeah. <laughs> and they shouldn't have won that game, but go ahead. Continue on. They played Virginia. Yeah. But they shouldn't have been in Gonzaga, so they should have never played Virginia. Yep, they did. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. All right, so let's look at some of uh, some games going on right now. We got Duke at Notre Dame, I believe. That's that started yep. already, didn't it? That's yeah, seven. Duke's up thirteen to twelve. Nice. Uh, tomorrow, oops, hit the wrong button. I see Butler versus Creighton being a good game. That's on Fox Sports One. Sorry, Stefan, can't watch it. Oh, I can watch Fox Sports One. I just can't watch Fox. Oh, it's just not Fox. Okay, Fox itself. Uh, upset possibility. I'm looking at Iowa State playing. You have this pulled up right now, or are you Virginia? just? I'm just pulling off what I got. Okay, I don't know because if you otherwise wish. you can't see my beautiful face. Well, nobody wants to see that face anyway. That is not true. How dare you? Here, will this make you feel better? Oh, that's better. All right, so I like this game. As a possible upset because it's in Iowa. Wednesday. Pittsburgh, North Carolina. Uh, Pittsburgh's been pretty shitty this year. North Carolina is up and down. Yeah. He's just trying to cause stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're behind the scenes it. issues. Corey's a diehard Carolina fan. Uh, 
We got Northwestern and Purdue, Big Ten Network on Wednesday. Nice. How are you guys feeling? Uh, I'd like to see Northwestern win that. They're as well, like their second time in the top twenty-five, and like, or maybe third time ever. I think they're gonna feel the pressure and choke. Come on, man! <laughs> Got to root for the underdogs. Are they on underdogs? They're ranked. But they're still ranked worse than Purdue. <laughs> By two spots. And Purdue's been there. Purdue's always yeah. usually up there. So, yes, they're an underdog. I don't care what you say. <laughs> so, another top three matchup is also on Wednesday with Baylor visiting Kansas. Wow, so that'll be a good one. i got to watch that one for sure. Maybe, maybe the game that jumps one of the two teams ahead of Gonzaga. No. Fuck that. Ain't nobody jumping them. <laughs> and then, as I said earlier, the Gonzaga at BYU game on Thursday, 8 what you guys... Pacific. All right, so what do you guys think? When do you think their first loss comes? Tournament. Hold on, let me pull up Big their schedule. Big tournament. The big tournament? Yeah. And I don't know when. I'll I'll let you know if I'm on when we when the brackets are revealed. Right. We might have you back. You've been fun. <laughs> Anyone that attacks Stefan with me is fine by me. <laughs> uh, if they don't lose the BYU Thursday, I see him losing the last game of the year to him. Do you don't think they'll lose to St. Mary's at St. Mary's? No. They seem to handle St. Mary's pretty well. But I mean, did you did you actually watch that game? No. Okay. Well, St. Mary's was in the game until like the very end. That's when Gonzaga pulled away. It was actually Friday. I was actually very worried about it. Yeah. Friday, no top twenty-five teams are playing. Yeah, Friday's a boring day for college basketball. I don't know. I mean, I thought about giving you Buffalo and Ball State as your homework assignment, but I just said, F it. (laughs) Oh, it is on ESPNU. Yeah. That'd be an awful. Well, Friday normally doesn't ESPN run NBA games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maryland is facing off uh, against Purdue on Saturday. Ooh, and Syracuse is playing Virginia in the I was dome. Say, how did you just skip past that one? <laughs> Does Syracuse continue their streak in the dome? Uh, if they win that, then then they're right back in the conversation of being dome in the sweet dome. It's pretty nice. They have Virginia and Duke in the dome, so they'll be safeguarded by those walls. Who does Syracuse have on Wednesday? They got NC State, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. shows right, it's right there at the top of your thing. Syracuse's oh, hey, remaining games, everyone they have remaining is in the top 100. So they, they have the opportunity to boost their pro- portfolio for yeah, the tournament. Yeah, I still say they got to try to run, I don't know, 7-3 and three or 8-2 and two to have a chance. What do, you think the, what do you think is the minimum wins that they can have to get in? 18. 18? What do you think, Kevin? Uh, I feel like they need to go nine and nine in the ACC and at least win one game in the tournament. So yeah, eighteen. At least one game in the tournament. 
conference. 18 wins and one... I don't know. I hate major conferences. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> hate them. Uh, another top 15 matchup, Arizona at Oregon. That'd be a fun one to watch. Or as you called it, Oregon, yes, last week Oregon. as I was listening to the editing. <laughs> Oregon in my books. Yeah, everybody wished they were gone. There's a big game for you, Corey, Saturday. Notre Dame at North Carolina in Chapel Hill. Yep. Who do you feel, Corey, is going to win that one? Uh, North Carolina seems to pull together when they actually play teams, like the teams that are ranked and aren't going to give them and get them motivated. They were laughing and joking around on the bench against Miami. That wasn't good to see. They didn't seem to be taking it seriously. And they shot 7 of 24 from 3. That's not very good. Yeah. So those were two reasons I thought that led to the Miami loss. So this next one looks kind of interesting. Kentucky at Florida. Yeah. That'll be yeah. another one of those games I mentioned with Kentucky and the SEC. That's a game they could lose. Right. And then to round up on Sunday, Clemson at Florida State and Indiana at Wisconsin. So plenty of chances for upsets. Definitely. I see Gonzaga being upset, calling it against Call BYU. Heard calling here it. first. Calling it. Count it. Wait, were we going to make a bet? Okay, so you're saying... I'm not making that bet until you don't want to make I that see bet the yet? teams. I'll uh, see when I see the teams. That's when go. I'll make the bet. There we go. Because if they get some bullshit like Syracuse got last year, where they don't play anyone until the final weekend, final three games. Yeah, but Syracuse should have played Michigan. So you're not gonna you're not gonna tell me until after the first round when you know who they're playing in the second round. No, I'll wait until I at least see who their second round possibility so i'll i'll do it before the tournament starts but i want to see the eight nine matchup well at least at least you're pretty certain that they're gonna get a one seed so i like that there's no argument because they'll lose one game drop to the top within the top four they won't drop that far because of who they have beaten All right, I like that. I like the I like the tone of your voice right now. <laughs> For those audio listeners, I was n- not having the greatest of faces towards <laughs> the camera. Uh, do I have any homework? I didn't give you any. No, you're going no homework. I'm going no homework. Why do you? Why doesn't your homework be to watch the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> Because I have to work for the first half. Mm-hmm. Darn. Darn. And, Stefan, what did you drink today? What beer? Oh. It's like two-year-old, two-year-old old man winter. Oh, is that the one you saved for me that yeah. you're supposed to send out <laughs> that you never did? Yep, that'd right. be the one. Still tastes good. Corey, do you have anything you want to talk about before we sign off? Uh, No, I think I'm pretty much set. 
I definitely think we'll have you back on at some point. Maybe even next week. We'll see how our schedules line up. Um, but for now, I think that's it. Uh, you, if you have feedback, but go ahead. I'm going to ask Corey if you enjoyed his time on here. Oh, absolutely. I love talking sports. doesn't matter with who. <laughs> Maybe you'll just become my co-host and Stefan will be our special guest. Well, should I show our fans my prep sheet? I don't know if Stefan has one of these. I don't. Yeah, Stefan, how much prep do you put into this podcast? <laughs> I got to step my game up a little bit. We'll see what I got. At least write but... something down on paper and say it's prep. Straight <laughs> down a bunch of random shit. Just show us one of your homework sheets from yeah. school. There we go. Nobody will know the difference. <laughs> Stefan, do you have a new Twitter handle? Yeah. It's going to be. Uh... <laughs> it's going to be, so no. <laughs> uh, yeah, WK, WNK. W. <laughs> <laughs> Love w. the effort. W. Anyways. <laughs> so this has been episode three of We Might Know Sports. If you want to send feedback, you can send it to Stefan's imaginary Twitter handle. <laughs> or you can reach out to us at we might know sports at gmail.com. Also follow us at might know sports on Twitter. You can also follow us on the Facebooks if you would like. Thank you for listening and do you have any Gonzaga things you want to shout out before I sign off? No. Eh. no. Go Zags! There you go. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Corey. All right. Thank you, guys. Later. <laughs>